0: This is Coaches Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You're in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. Hello, hello. We are officially on episode five of coaches chat. And today, it's a just me solo episode. I'm talking to you a little bit about how to ditch the fear of being judged. So this podcast is for trainers and coaches. Um, In particular, right now for this episode, I'm thinking about new trainers and coaches, but I think at any point in your career, you can encounter a fear of judgment from others. I actually think it's probably super common in many different career fields as well as in many realms of life. And I honestly think that is a huge bummer. You know, this is something that can feel really isolating and feel like you're in a spotlight, especially when it comes to doing something new, being the new kid on the block, you feel like you stick out, you feel like everyone's looking at you. And with that, those looks comes judgment or some sort of an opinion about what it is that you're doing. I think the good news is that most of that fear is unfounded. Because typically, people are most concerned with themselves. Not to say that there aren't people out there judging, but I think for the most part, we are worried about our own needs, our own concerns, our own goals. And so oftentimes that fear of judgment is maybe some misplaced self-doubt or something. Um, And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I realize that it sounds nice and sounds good to go, well, you might feel like you're being judged, but you're not. Um, Honestly, everybody's just worried about themselves. Yeah, that sounds great. But if you still are feeling this way, you might be questioning, what do I do? Because I can't just um, maybe ignore it, or at least it doesn't feel like I can. So today I'm going to go through sort of three concepts I think that you need to think about in order to let some of those feelings go and tune in to what it is that you're doing and to be successful uh, without those fears sort of controlling your decision-making process. So I think first and foremost, and probably the most important thing to think about in terms of letting go of fear of other people's judgment, is truly throwing yourself in to whatever it is that you're doing authentically and at a 100% commitment level. It's not to say that giving it your all doesn't is going to inherently take away that feeling of judgment. It's just going to provide you with the comfort of knowing I'm doing every single thing I can in this moment to be the best that I can be, to do the best that I can, to provide the best service. And so then anyone else's feedback at that point becomes... Feedback either from a place of support and from help, or uh, you can more easily ignore what seems like petty observation and judgment. Again, oftentimes I think that. Someone's propensity to judge you is likely far less than you imagine. And when you are doing all that it is that you need to do, really going full out, giving it your all, it's likely that there is nothing to judge, or you aren't concerned about what there is to judge because you know you're doing your stuff. You know, um, You might be worried about judgment because you know that you aren't giving it your all, that you're leaving something on the table, maybe that you aren't giving it full effort, maybe you know you're not showing up 100%, you're distracted, or you're just dipping your toes in. That is leaving room in your mind, in your own sort of universe, for people to judge you. And so it may be more of a reflection of how you feel about your own performance versus what's actually happening and what's actually being observed by other people. I've got a good story in relation to this. Prior to two thousand. 19, I guess, I didn't have any social media presence for my professional work. And I had been working as a trainer for five, six, six or seven years at the time, I guess longer. Um, and I was very successful in my job and I was teaching other trainers and I was um, very, had a very full schedule, all of that. But I knew in the back of my mind that the next step would be expanding to reach a larger audience with social media. But I wasn't ready to do it. I was too nervous to do it. And I often used the excuse, and I can hear myself saying it, you know, four years ago, well, the real trainers, the real coaches are in the trenches. I think I even maybe used the phrase in the trenches, um, doing the work. And so they don't have time to post on social media. And that was kind of my line at the time. And looking back on it now, I realized that line was a protective mechanism because I was nervous. I was terribly afraid that people would judge me and think that I was seeking attention. There were lots of kinds of judgments I feared by putting myself out online. And I covered that up with this sort of notion of, well, real trainers don't do that. So in one breath, I was like creating a statement that judged others who were doing this by putting themselves out there on the internet. And in the same breath, I was creating this realm of judgment that would keep me from going for for something that I think would be useful for me, that would help support my career, and would help my clients or future clients or me reach a larger group of people. When I ultimately found that I wanted to go full force, and when I put... 100% effort in, when I showed up consistently, when I really showed vulnerability and effort and gave it the same kind of professional attention, dedication, and drive that I do my in-person training work, I found a ton of success and a ton of fulfillment from putting my material and putting my professional life online. I owe a huge amount of that to a lot of resources I found online, but, um, and people who were really supportive and taught me what to do, especially, Shante Cofield, the movement maestro, I took her Instagram intensive and I learned that I needed to just buckle down and put it all in there. In showing up, being consistent, doing all the things 100% with 100% effort, that's when that fear of judgment of other people started to go away I wasn't necessarily worried about trolls on the internet or I wasn't worried about my co-workers in the commercial gym space having something to say about it because I knew I was doing everything I could to provide for my clients to support my own career I was showing up exactly how I wanted to show up and in that I didn't have to worry about what other people had to say about me because it did not matter So I think it just, it goes to show you that you are the only person you can control. You also can't control the results of something, but you can control the effort that you put into it. So give something your all, give something your professional best, your personal best, and that fear of judgment becomes a non-issue as you are the one in the driver's seat making the choices that are best for you. The second sort of way to combat this fear of judgment from others is to really start thinking about how this shows up for other people and empathizing with others and using that empathy to inform how you interact and behave. And and it will help you sort of let some of that go. I think about it for trainers in terms of their clients. So for many training clients, particularly when they're just starting out in um, a personal training atmosphere, the reason why they may have chosen to work with a personal trainer in the first place is because they feel uncomfortable or vulnerable or at risk of being judged in the gym. Commonly called gym intimidation, when you're intimidated about being in the gym. Um, So many people I have worked with have come in saying, I'm just too worried to go work out on my own because I think people are looking at me and have something to say about the exercises I choose or how I'm doing it um, or what I look like and why I shouldn't necessarily be here in the gym. And one, I think that's heartbreaking, because again, I really think most people are worried about themselves. But two, what are we doing to create an environment in the gym where people feel like everyone else is looking at them? And not only just looking at them, passing judgment on them. So thinking about that and thinking about how you might allay your client's fears about judgment, can be really helpful in turning the mirror to yourself and saying, why am I feeling that way? What about this environment makes me feel that way? And am I creating that a little bit in my mind on my own? What can I do to better set myself up for feeling empowered, for feeling supported, for feeling free to do my best, and give something my best effort. Again, if you're giving something 100% best effort with really good intentions, then any sort of feedback you get is less about judgment and more about constructive support. And that's leading me to my third point here. And that is, if someone is providing some kind of feedback criticism, commentary on the work that you're doing and I'm specifically thinking about trainers and coaches in a setting where another coach has something to say about a choice you made or something that your client is doing. It one we need to identify where that is coming from. So in some cases you're going to get feedback possibly not all positive feedback from a supportive colleague. Maybe this person is a supervisor or someone with greater experience. And we know that the intention of their feedback, the intention of their feedback is to support you, to make you better, to help you grow. There are also cases, and I think they're more infrequent, but let's just be honest, you know, not everybody is going to be your best friend, and not everybody is um, awesome, let's just say. What I do think is that usually, if someone has a judgment to make, and it isn't from a place of caring and supportive, constructive feedback, it probably says more about them than about you, in terms of it may speak to their own fear of being judged, their own protective mechanism. Maybe they aren't given something 100% or they aren't getting consistently better or they're stuck in their old habits. And so they deal with that or let that manifest in judgment that isn't in support of your best interest, in support of your own growth. So in those cases, we're tuning those voices out. We, again, are only in control of ourselves. So sorry, Um, thanks for the comment, but no thanks. Then being able to humbly realize that there are some people whose feedback and commentary is really intended to help you um, and maybe when you're looking around and you're thinking oh they're looking at me they're actually looking at you because they think so much of what you're doing is already fantastic they just want to help support your growth in a leadership role i had in a commercial gym setting i often was sort of responsible for making sure new trainers were on the right path and so sometimes if I wasn't working with a client, I would be observing their interactions with their clients and their sessions from afar. And again, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it was professional in terms of like how I was observing, but then I might have a little bit of feedback. Some of the ways that we know that that isn't necessarily just Judgment and isn't just passing judgment as instead feedback is, one, my role required that. Additionally, when I provided that feedback, um, says something about whether or not I was judging. So I would let that session finish and maybe come up to the trainer at a different time. Maybe I would set up a meeting with a trainer to have a little bit of a conversation about it. Um, maybe those meetings were already a part of our schedule and sort of how we worked. And so that would be an opportunity to provide some constructive feedback. I also, though, in my work in particular, I make sure that I am also giving as many compliments and supportive feedback as I am any sort of constructive um, growth Feedback. So again, it, it can be really helpful for yourself to start finding ways to compliment others in find ways to raise other people up because that will remind you that some people's observations of you are not in judgment and are not negative, but instead are looking to find ways to celebrate your successes. So those are the biggest things that I want you to take away from today. One, if you're showing up 100%, giving it your all, doing everything you can to get better day in and day out, then any judgment that's coming your way, you can let it go. Um, You can look for the opportunities to accept and work with people who are giving you constructive feedback, and you can rest assured that most people who are observing you, or when you think that you're in the spotlight, you typically aren't, and everyone is worried about themselves, and that there is less judgment out there than you think. Also, the second thing I wanted you to take away is that focused work on finding opportunity to raise other people up to provide really positive feedback to compliment when appropriate because that creates an environment. You become an instrument, a supporter of an environment that makes people not worry about judgment. It becomes that sort of safe space, comfortable space, supportive place where people feel like they can try their best, make mistakes, and have the support of other people. I know that you can do this. I know that you can do this if you're in the beginning of your career or if you are a seasoned vet and can be a leader in the industry. All right, that's it for today. I just want to remind you that it's Content Madness May right now, so I've got free content coming your way every single day. Go to befosterstrong.com slash contentmadnessmay or I've got the link through my Instagram. For new trainers who are working on building their confidence, who are working on getting better every day, giving it a 100%, I have tons of resources for you and some of those are through Content Madness May and some of those are on my website, BeFosterStrong.com. You go to four trainers and I've got tons of coaching resources for you, um, free and then some webinars you can um, pay for, some free webinars, go check them out. And let me know what you think. Connect with me. I'd love to help you and support you in your career. This podcast is brand new. So I need your support if you are enjoying it. If you're getting something out of this content, subscribe, leave a rating, and leave a review. It helps to get this heard by more people. Thank you so much as always for your support. Reach out if you need me, and until next time, bye!